song. The Major Spoilers Podcast is on the air. Pod- on, on the air. The Major Spoilers Podcast is on the air. On the air. Pod, pod, podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Rodrigo. And I'm Stephen. If you're listening to the Major Spoilers Podcast, podcast, the Major Spoilers Podcast is on the air. Hey everyone, welcome well, to the Major Spoilers no Podcast, your Christmas holiday edition. We hope that you are having a good time wherever you may be, and there's probably a good chance that uh, you're not listening to this until well after the holiday weekend. But we're here anyway. <laughs> we're that extra present yeah, under the tree. <laughs> I don't want to unwrap it. <laughs> I read that because, you know, I just think there's something wrong with that whole image. <laughs> I don't want to go there. Let's, uh, yeah. let us uh, talk about uh, some uh, Ask Major Spoilers. It's one of those things that we do over on the Twitter. People throw out some questions and we answer them. Won't be a super long episode, but uh, something... Something spoilers. for you on this, on this holiday. Major spoilers, uh, answers see. your questions. Looks like uh, Scroll Brian did get his shirt. Looks like he's the first one to receive his uh, Critical Hit t-shirt. It came in on um, Tuesday of this past week. What is on your holiday wish list? Asks Average Joe. You have anything on your wish list, Matthew? Uh, it, sucks. it sucks for you are... because you're one of those kids that have the birthday Christmas right together. Oh, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> there is no excuse for birthday Christmas gifts. None. If your birthday is in June, they don't give you birthday Arbor Day gifts. <laughs> you don't have people with birthday Fourth of July gifts. November children don't have, hey, we were going to get you a gift, but we bought you this turkey instead. No. It is inexcusable and people should be ashamed of themselves for doing birthday Christmas gifts. That does suck. But, uh, yeah, my wish list this year included cake pie or a pie cake or a tur pie cake. And mm, I got that. Pie cake and it was actually really good. People are like, I don't want to eat that. Why not? It sounds good. It, it, you would I mean, an apple pie baked in you would spice eat a pineapple cakes upside down cake? covered with yeah. turkey. It's, mm. Oh, there's no turkey in it, you schmuck. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to pop you in the shops. Um, I, got, uh, I got, for my birthday, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the Universe. Oh, on DVD? I think you can watch that. Yeah? Yeah. Did you? No, actually, it was inscribed on tree bark in the urine of a great man. What? I, I was... Of course on DVD. Well, it could have been VHS. could have been an iTunes download. They don't even make VHS anymore. <laughs> Did you get to go for your birthday? I know sometimes on your birthday you go uh, to the movies. Did you go see Tron Legacy? I, I, I thought maybe you were up on that movie. No, but my daughter and I watched Tron on VHS. <laughs> see? Aha! VHS. There you go. This looks, this looks old. It this does. old. Yeah. Well, because it, it's old. You know, what else, you know what else looks old? You, you know what else looks old? You? You do, now that you're 40. Waha! Waha! So's your mother. No, I think that <laughs> I look exactly the same as I have, which is to say kind of like the illegitimate son of Mama Cass and Penn Jillette with a, <laughs> an Albert Einstein haircut. <laughs> but 
As far as wish lists go, right now for me, the last few years, I haven't really been about wish lists because I'm not quite like you and Rodrigo where I go and buy all the stuff that I want. Yeah. But I do, I do have a tendency to, you know, pick up stuff that I want. Um, I don't know if I want SmackDown vs. Raw 2011 yet. Um, I do want to start a series communicator. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas, I always get a chocolate orange. Oh, so yeah. I have a chocolate orange on my, although I'm going to have to hide it from the kid because of course with her sugar issues, sometimes she can't have like a bunch of chocolate all at once. Yeah. She'll bounce off the wall. But, um, my main thing as far as, you know, Christmas wish lists are trying to track down the innumerable things that she's asked for over the year. Like a, a magic pony that's a real pony when it's outside, but then it shrinks down to be a magical stuffed pony inside that she can, you know, sleep with and cuddle. Oh, I see. And I'm like, wow, that's going to take some time. My Genetic son, engineering and acts. Yeah, my son was like, I want a dinosaur that runs on batteries. And I was like, what are you talking about? We were trying to, we were scratching our heads for weeks going, what TV commercial has he seen that has a dinosaur that runs on batteries? And then we were watching an episode of Caillou, and Caillou goes to Santa and says he wanted a dinosaur that runs on batteries. Kid ain't getting. Eh, a, I think Caillou's he's. A, I think my wife did find a dinosaur that runs on batteries, but that kid is getting a crap ton of Legos this year. That's <laughs> because there's nothing quite like giving your child the things that you wanted when you were a kid. Well, there's that, but I mean, we spoiled this kid. Be the last year he's getting yeah, spoiled. Um. For me, I'm kind of what I, Matthew had mentioned a moment ago about if I want something, I usually go out and buy it. Uh, this year, I received some money from somebody who was very generous uh, to the family, and I appreciate that a lot. And uh, I've been doing some different kinds of video work, and one of the things that I bought recently, not with this money, but with uh, just my own, was that Canon 5D Mark II, which is a camera that is a, basically has a 35-millimeter sensor and uh, also shoots HD video and it's wonderful and it's got interchangeable lenses and I love it to death, but there were a few little things that I want to add on to the camera. So that's what I got this year. I got a, a viewfinder isolation loop. Uh, so when I'm shooting outside, I'm not squinting. And then I also got that came in today. Yay. I got a little monitor that attaches to the top so that if we're doing some group work or something like that, it's easier to focus and that kind of stuff. So those were my two little my two little holiday items. Um, question from Geek News CT Comic. If you had a pet lizard, what would you name it? Hmm. A pet lizard. What kind? Are we talking like a big lizard? Or like I guess a it just says a pet, a pet lizard. What would you name it? So I guess that could be anything from... Uh, what is it? A Komodo dragon all the way down to a little gecko. I would probably name it Lizzie Blackhead. <laughs> I would uh, probably go for the uh, Phineas and Ferb thing and call him Larry the Lizard. <laughs> Thoughts on the new Avengers cartoon? Really? We did talk about that already on the uh, on the Wednesday Tuesday Tuesday Wednesday podcast. Um, what would you like to see in it? Um, what I would really love to see in the Avengers. Yes. In the cartoon. Love to see the Avengers Defenders War. Uh-huh. Uh, I would love to see the battle for the Serpent Crown. Mm-hmm. 
I would love to see an adaptation of Avengers Annual number, I think it's 17 or 20 that I recently to review on. Yeah. I would love to see, I would love Captain America rebuild the team, either with the Cap's kooky quartet or like he did in Avengers 100 with Thor, half the Fantastic Four, and a guy dressed like a cow. <laughs> I think that would make for great cartoons. Um, who the Masters of Evil. The big Masters of Evil storyline where five guys come together and just put a beat down and give Hercules brain damage and permanently cripple Jarvis and just beat the Jesus out of them. And finally, Ant-Man and Dr. Druid have to come and save the day. Okay. Uh, for me, what would that I like to see? I would like, like to see some continuity between issues where one issue where one episode uh, ends with a cliffhanger. It's picked up and expanded upon in the next issue or the next episode. So, uh, question. No, that ain't gonna happen. I know. Plus, they have Carol Danvers, the worst character in all creation. Why is she the worst character in all creation? Well, there's a couple of reasons. Primarily, the fact that for a long time. In the 70s, she just kept showing up as a background character in uh, X comics. Mm -hmm. She eventually became a cut-rate Phoenix. And then for a while, she was a cut-rate Wolverine. Then she joined the Avengers again as Warbird, a cut-rate version of herself. <laughs> and now she's, she's a cut-rate uh, Hal Jordan. And there's a, there's a fine line between drawing, you know, a character, a female character specifically, it's hard to draw that line between she's proactive and she's, you know, she's a, she's a, a wow, you're really breaking up. Bitch. Okay. Now, now, nope. All we hear is let me try this. Do that. And then do that. Now try it. Now? Yes, now you're fine. Okay. There's a fine line between a character who is outspoken and strong and you know, very self-oriented, I guess I should say, and an utter bitch. Yeah. And Marvel has failed to draw that line with Ms. Marvel. And the more you bring her back and the more you push her, mm -hmm. the more I have Jeff Jarrett syndrome. Where uh, during House of M, where she decided she was going to be Captain Marvel and in the alternate reality got to be the greatest superhero of all time. Mm -hmm. And then that became her motivation. Once again, being the most, you know, beloved and, and popular superhero of all time. She basically wants to be popular. She's like a teenage girl with superpowers and they're generic superpowers at that. She's tough and she's strong and she has an energy thing that she does that no one can really. I mean. There's nothing there. You can tell me about her vast history all you want. And she has a great costume. She's had some good stories. I loved her when she's drawn by George Perez. But as a character, especially now that she's, you know, Ms. Hal Jordan, she is strident and annoying and just really sucks. Okay. There you go. Uh, there you go. Question from Curb Stomp 13. What got you all into podcasting? Um, well, Steven. yeah, I, that would be Matthew's answer for me getting into podcasting. Um, 
Matthew and I both have a radio background. Um, I used to work for a website back when streaming media was just starting out uh, called Digital Webcast. So I was all into all the technology. And then when I migrated to, uh, to Western Kansas, I basically said, hey, we could do this and we could talk about things we know. And at the time, the company I was working for had just started into talking about consumer technology. They weren't interested in my colleague Charlie White and I uh, doing a show for them. So we just did our own. And uh, that's how we got into podcasting. And at that time, I was in a legal commitment with a company uh, to where any podcast that I developed was owned by them. And I didn't want that to happen with major spoilers. So we held off for about two years to kick off this major spoilers podcast until that contract expired. And that's when we started, uh, started this. And there's, you know, other stories about how the podcast came about. Uh, but, um, but man, the podcast could have been around starting in 2005, 2006 had I not been under stupid contract obligations. Mm, that's why I don't sign stupid contracts. I know. Uh, have you guys ever stopped collecting comics? And if so, what made you leave and what brought you back? You have an answer for that, Matthew? Or have you never stopped yes. collecting? I Well, once I started, I have never fully stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, but there have been times when I've cut way back. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, there's also an issue for me of define collecting comics because there was a while where my whole comic book collecting would be haunting back issue bins and, and comic stores down by the river Ooh. and just buying whatever I could get my hands on Ooh. down by the river. Crack issue comics. Um, I actually did. Stop for a while when I was in my first marriage because the wife was basically, basically it was, said it was cricket, wasn't it? No, no, no. It wasn't her. It was a different one. Uh, she basically said, stop reading comics. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. And that went for about six months. And then I said, Hey, wait a minute. This is something I love and you're crazy. And then I went back into it and now I'm married for a second time. So there you go. Uh, why wasn't the classic animated film <laughs> wizards included when you guys did a list of your favorite animated films? I guess simple answer for me. It's not my favorite animated film. <laughs> Matthew? What was a what's a? Have you ever seen this animated That's movie called bro. Wizards? Yeah, it says, why wasn't the classic animated film Wizards included when you guys did a list of your favorite animated films? Because while that may be Otter Disaster's favorite films, and it's probably one of Ralph Bakshi's most accessible films mm-hmm. it's not one that i'm hyper familiar with i probably haven't seen it in 20 years so these if you have a list of our favorite films and something is no matter how good that is it may not be among our favorites that doesn't mean that it's not good that doesn't mean that we wouldn't love it if we watched it more it just means that right now it's not a favorite uh what are yours and matthew's favorite intercompany crossovers Archie meets the Punisher. That wasn't too bad. Um, yeah, uh, how about uh, it didn't suck? I've had a fondness for the uh, Batman Spawn crossover and the Batman Spider Man. Mm, because really, Batman meets anybody who's not in the DC universe was actually really good. 
Well, uh, yeah, so basically uh, 80% of DC's crossovers is what yes, you're saying. Yes. I liked uh, <laughs> Superman, Spider-Man because it had Dr. Octopus in it and recognized Dr. Octopus as being Spider-Man's primary greatest antagonist. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, because Norman Osborn is a dilettante. But what about Superman? I didn't uh, mind Gen thirteen. That was pretty good. <laughs> Don't you just shut up? <laughs> um, I have I have a great entertainment for uh, Deathmate, a complete run of Deathmate that I'm keeping in case we ever do run out of toilet paper. <laughs> um, which is kind of neat. someone asks, are you guys excited Probably. about this uh, new Marvel event? And I would say go back and listen to the previous podcast. Aha! Hello, future past people of the future of the past. Are there any web-based comics, not web comics, that you read? How can a web-based comic not be a web comic? I don't know. If a comic is not a web comic, but it's on the web, does it still make a sound? I don't know. I mean, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but... I'm I'm a fan of some. We're going to need to ask for clarification on I that. I guess so. so. Uh, whomever sent in that question, when you hear this, I want you to go ahead and uh, tweet Stephen back with a little more explanation of what you mean when you say web comic or web based comics that aren't web comics. Uh, I will yeah. finish up by saying Breakfast of the Gods, Breakfast of the Gods. <laughs> Woohoo! If either of you get that massive seventy five years of DC Comics book, will you review it? To be honest, Matthew, I yep. thought I placed an order for that a while ago, but it has not come in. So either I didn't get a copy or I didn't actually place the order or whatever. But it's like a 200-page, 600, or I mean, $200, 600-page book. It's huge. That's a car. It is a car. From. Yeah. That's actually two cars where I come I spent $75 car and I had to help Brett lift it so we could put a new engine in. It was <laughs> a gonna... Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. Have you have you guys got this you just book unbolt at the, store? the engine and then you pull it up? Uh, no. Something that spendy we would only buy for a special order. Okay. There's no way that we can afford to put a two hundred dollar item on the shelf, especially you know if it's shrink wrapped to where people can't go through it. It's a two hundred dollar item. Yeah. Do you want John Q. Schmuckensy to have access to those pages? You know, with his taco-encrusted hands and his stinky <laughs> hair. In Japan, Pepsi had a superhero mascot, Pepsi Man. If you could make a beverage-based hero, who would it be and what powers? He would be for loco, and he would be loco in the cabeza. It'd be like a Deadpool ripoff. <laughs> I would do, um, I would do kind of a takeoff on Duo Damnel. Uh huh. Uh, Johnny Walker, and he can turn into black and red. <sighs> Puppies, and then or he'll kittens? like split off, and then he can come back together. Puppies or kittens? Kittens are okay if if you fillet them with a little garlic, and you know get them just right. But I think puppies probably hold their flavor better, and I think puppies work better in a pate or you know kind of in a, in a ground form like a cheeseburger. You definitely want to go with that because cats are a little gamey to be ground. I've got a terrible, gross kitten story for this Christmas day. Christmas day. Um, <laughs> at this house we were living at previously, my wife thought it was a good idea to get a second cat to keep the first cat uh, company. Uh, one of her coworkers was leaving, moving away, and couldn't take the cat with her, so we adopted this cat. Cat had 
I don't know what the problem was, but this cat was throwing up all the time. And you could hear it. You could hear it just go, and then you knew that it was going to throw up. Well, one morning, my wife had left to work early in the morning. I was still in bed, and I heard the cat making that sound. And I was like, oh, cat, you didn't just throw up on the, in, the, in the hallway, is what I thought. And so I roll over very quickly to get up and start to go clean up the mess. And as soon as I roll over and stand up, I'm oh. like, what is this thing on my back? Uh, the cat had thrown up right next to me in bed, uh, and I rolled through it. It was disgusting. Uh, stop talking. No, stop talking. <laughs> uh, what is all of the controversy over the new Thor movie, and what is your opinion? I didn't know there was a controversy. Controversy? Is there well, a, is The there a controversy problem? that I am aware of, <laughs> Stefan, <laughs> since we are going to be, you know, uh, pronouncing things poorly. There were a couple of people here in town who have, you know, indicated that armor looks plastic. Well, it does look I a don't little like plastic. Armor. Yeah. It doesn't look very mythological. And I think that uh, that's true. And, you know, it's a Marvel superhero movie. It's not meant to be a loving retelling of, you know, the, the myth of the, you know, the ring of the Nibelung. Right. It's a damn comic book. So well, and also there's um, the implication that Donald Blake does not turn into Thor. That Thor is just walking okay. around. So it almost appears to me, from what I know, and I know very little about the movie, that it appears to be Ultimate Thor. Well, more than likely, yeah. Everything in that universe is essentially Ultimate. Yeah, uh, I know Jane Foster is supposed to be in it. Yeah. Well, I don't know what, and, the, what uh, the problem the guy is from Iron Man. Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward um, to seeing it. I, I think the, the hammer looks a little plasticky. Hannibal Lecter as Odin is pretty interesting. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, I love that. Tell me, Thor, do you have any fears? <laughs> do you hear the screaming of the Nibelung, Thor? I especially like the part where, you know, Sif shows up and he's like, I'm going to eat your brain on a raisin bagel <laughs> with a bottle of Sunny D <laughs> and my ravens shall watch. I will go see the movie and I will hold off my opinion until after I see the movie. Um, and I'll see it on cable about six months after that. <laughs> Somebody says, have you have any of you seen this BBC series called Misfits? It's essentially a British version of Heroes. Uh, I think they're just finished up their second season, getting ready to start on their third. I watched like the first three or four episodes. Uh, somebody mm -hmm. put them up on YouTube back when the series was first released. And I saw them. I thought it was okay, but I didn't really. It's kind of like the IT uh, crowd. I want to see more, but I'm just not motivated enough to go out and seek those other issues or those other episodes. Have you seen Misfits? My Man? main thing. My main thing about Misfits is that I enjoy the fact that they're in the city of Wortham, which is the name of the uh, man who wrote Seduction of the Innocent back in the 1940s, which kind of caused the entirety of comic books as we know them to collapse. In okay. And that's all I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, hey, speaking of British uh, television, tonight, BBC, if you're listening on Saturday, 8 o'clock Central, I believe, <laughs> Doctor Who Christmas special. I'm tuning in. Are you, Matthew? 
I am because I've already been spoiled. Oh, okay. Um, let's do one more question I'll and then stop get. It. Let's get do one more question and then get out of here before. <laughs> we know some of your best gifts, but what have been some of your worst gifts ever? Do you have a worst gift ever, Matthew? At one point, a client bought me a little ceramic frog with fishing pole. And he said, I think this totally reminds me of you, dude. I'm like, really? <laughs> well, it was a real frog, a real stuffed frog, or a ceramic frog? No, it was it was like a little ceramic frog, kind of a Tom Sawyer-looking barefoot oh, yeah, yeah. frog with a fishing yeah. pole. Just this ugly piece of crap that you wrote diner, you know, just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? That's uh, one, what... That, that's... <laughs> all right. One time I did get one of those uh, stuffed frogs where somebody did some taxidermy on a frog and they put them in those cutesy poses. I did get one of those one time and I was like, oh, great. That's not the worst gift ever, though. When uh, when I was in college, when I was in college, Matthew and I became friendly because I didn't have a car and Matthew had a car and I needed places to go and Matthew had a car. Um, my parents... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had a truck, Brown, and, and you made me listen to, uh, uh, what was that group? Um, Flannel-wearing ladies. <laughs> Indigo. Indigo girls. You made me listen to that all the time when we were in the car. Um, <laughs> anyway, for my first birthday, when I was at, not my first birthday, but when I was at college, the first birthday that I had while I was away at college... <laughs> My parents showed up and they had big grins on their faces and they're like, you know, hey, we know that you're having trouble uh, here at college and you could really use a car. And uh, we decided that we would go and buy you a car. And I was like, whoa, this is like the first major gift that I'd ever gotten from my parents. And so I ran over to my dorm window and was looking out going, oh, really? Where's it at? And I turn around, and they are holding a plastic car. And they thought that that was the funniest uh, thing ever. Uh, and I was like, you uh, sons of uh, bitches. That uh, was the worst gift ever. They thought that that was high, funny hijinks. And then they wondered. They wondered for years why I refused to come home on the holidays. Yeah. And I would rather work well, at the radio station. you never came back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, basically, I didn't come back yeah. until I, uh, I until did the about same thing. 2002 or something. So, worst gift ever. Yeah, that's what they get. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for your questions. We uh, enjoy playing those. Happy you Christmas. Too. Yeah, and ha hopefully everybody has a great Christmas and you're having a great Happy time. Christmas. Critical Hit is off this weekend and next, but we will be back next week with two more Major Spoilers podcasts. It's going to be interesting. We're going to be talking about pornographic comics. Um, things like uh, Penthouse Comics. We'll be talking about Xenophile, Ironwood, a whole bunch of other stuff that's out there. Because we think it's a topic that we can talk about without breaking into giggling fits of laughter every five seconds. Well, as long as Rico's not here. Yeah. Boobies. Because for one thing, he's not 21. I don't think he's <laughs> And then uh, we'll see what we do next weekend, but uh, 
Come back again. We know that you love comics, and we do too. We'll talk with you real soon. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas for future shows, or would like to sponsor a show, send an email to podcast at Majorspoilers.com. Visit Majorspoilers at Majorspoilers.com and be sure to check out the Major Spoilers forum. You can also follow Major Spoilers on Twitter at twitter.com slash Majorspoilers and on MySpace at myspace.com slash Majorspoilers. Fat the X-ray vision of a Superman I could save a few bucks and stand around And read through the covers of the comics on the stand But although every other page would be backwards, I suppose I could still read the evens and the odds Well, I don't know Guess I haven't thought this all the way through Plus, as soon as the comic book store guy knew They kicked my butt out on the corner What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Way. If I was hulking green or gray, I could just bust through that brick wall, take their comic books away. But then the little meat would deal with all the tanks and bombs and guns. Have you ever tried to read a series with all that going on? Guess I need to rethink this plan. How would I back and board my comics with such huge hands? Guess I already told ya. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. It's like a man of iron I might not be surprised to find That I might actually have the heart cold To follow an entire storyline But would I really even need To read upon all those escapades I mean, who needs such distractions When your sister's such a babe But the downside is such a beast Being shot up in a fun be in the Middle East With a King Santo and soldier What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Yeah, yeah, yeah what a major spoiler, wow, 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 what a major spoiler. Major Spoilers Podcast, copyright 2010. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Horton's new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.